Hey everybody, this is Chad Jordan. I'm the Director of Marketing for Digital Services here at Sport Clips, and this is another Hall of Fame podcast. This will be a special edition as we focus on one of our charitable partners that we're pleased to work with here at Sport Clips. So before I get any further, I'm going to have him go ahead and introduce himself. Hi everybody, I'm Daryl Fisher, and I am the founder and president of Ageless Aviation Dreams Foundation. And Sport Clips has been an amazing partner of ours for five years now. And we give flights in World War II biplanes to veterans all over the country. Well, uh, the part that Daryl uh, left out is he gives uh, fear-inducing barrel-rolling flights, uh, especially to unsuspecting directors of marketing who thought they were just going up for a casual uh, you know, stroll on a Saturday morning, and, uh, and it, it wasn't—I guess it wasn't that bad. But I did get made fun of when I uh, when I landed afterwards and kissed the ground. Everybody was giving me a hard time. But uh, but uh, as we posted on our social media account, imagine being—you know—95-year-old right. uh, World War II veteran and getting to go up in that plane and experience that. Uh, what started this idea of giving veterans uh, this kind of dream flight? Uh, experience well it's like a lot of things it sort of happened it, it wasn't something I set out to do but um, I'll take you back a little bit yeah, please. my my grandmother and grandfather were both pilots okay and so I grew up I cannot remember my first airplane flight mm -hmm. and my grandfather had his own airport airport right there at his oh, farm okay All so right. matter of fact the airplane I'm flying today here in Darlington he bought that airplane in 1946. Oh my gosh. So, four generations of my family have Had flown that flown airplane. Had he flown in World War II or anything no, like that? No, he, he did not serve in World War II mm -hmm. because if you remember, you won't remember back, <laughs> but in, it, back then they he had a farm deferment. Oh, yeah. Because they needed right. food. Mm -hmm. And so he was up producing wheat in Eastern Washington while the war was going on. My great uncle was an instructor okay. in the in Stearman's in World War II. So that's why he didn't serve. Yeah. But anyway, so they went on to make an investment in a senior living community in 1965. And where, where is this? That was in Oregon. Oregon, okay. So, you know, if you want to know how old I am, I was two years old in 1965. Mm, okay. Uh, so I there grew, should be no math on this <laughs> podcast. So. so I grew up, very unusual, I grew up, around aviation and airplanes mm. and then I grew up around seniors wow. and developed a passion for both yeah and that's my profession I, I am a, a you know I have a senior living company we provide care and service to about 500 seniors in in the west coast yeah. and and so that's what I do for my real job but in 2011 I kind of got a little crazy idea to uh, my dad was a pilot as well and he had a biplane and he was he had his biplane in mississippi and he had to get it to oregon and there's a lot of gas stops mm -hmm. like 15 mm -hmm. gas stops so i kind of he wanted how me far to, can you go uh, you know about 160 miles okay so <laughs> he, he asked me if i'd go with him and i said sure i'll go with you you know father son barnstorm yeah, right. in the country sounded like a great plan well i got to thinking about it on all these gas stops and I said, why don't I call some senior living communities wow. and ask if they have a veteran or two uh -huh. that at our gas stop wants to go for a flight. Mm -hmm. 
So I kind of called a few of them and lined them up. And then I went to my dad because he was paying the bills. And I mm-hmm. said, hey, what do you think of this plan? Uh-huh. He goes, I'm in. Wow. So he was willing to let me use and his airplane. Is, and you have no liability forms on you at this Nothing. time. Yeah, you're no. just doing it. <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to get a 90-year-old person <laughs> oh, yeah. in a biplane. So All right, yeah. you got to have a crane that's going to just lift them up and drop them in. How are they going to hoist themselves in so, there? I mean, I figured when I told him what I was going to do, he'd think I was crazy, but he actually loved the idea. So, again, I had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. So we show up, our first flight's in Oxford, Mississippi. Oh, wow. What, what, part, what time of the year is this? This was in Mar- March 29, 2011. Okay. okay. So we're, we show up. I was a little bit late. I fly over the runway, and I look down, and I see the facility bus parked out on the tarmac. And there's about 30 people milling around. Oh, oh, my. So I come in, I turn the airplane off, and I get out, and they start clapping. And it's like, hey, man, I'm just glad to be here. It's like, this is nothing it's an special. Air show. Right, and I'm scared to death about getting my World War II veteran right. in the airplane. Right. So I, they introduced me to Hugh Newton, who was okay. in World War II. Okay. And Hugh was just as excited as could be. Oh, I bet. His wife was there. So we give him a flight. He comes back. The newspaper's there. Um, he's just all smiles. Yeah. And his wife kind of pulled me aside afterwards and said, Daryl, you just don't really know what you've just done for my husband. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sent chills up my right. back. So Dad and I go to the hotel that night. We look at each other, and we say, that was magic. Yeah get up the next morning and they you know how they deliver newspapers sometimes to your oh yeah hotel room yeah, yeah right well, so we walk out we're on the front page of the newspaper <laughs> the oxford times <laughs> yeah he, right <laughs> Hugh, Hugh, there he is right there with us yeah. you know and it's it was such a profound experience mm-hmm. so we we thought well that was nice i wonder what you know it's probably just unusual right yeah. we just got lucky so we go to jasper alabama mm-hmm. And I gave Lloyd Latham, he lived at a, a facility in Jasper, another World War II veteran. And Lloyd's entire living family came out oh to witness gosh. his flight. Yeah. And again, the newspaper was there. Right. And so. And this was a spur of the moment kind is, of thing. This that, is in the moment. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have any plans for any of this other than just that trip. Mm-hmm. So. We took Lloyd, his flight, and we wound up giving 25 dream flights on the way back to Oregon and over about a two-week period of time. And, you know, I would send pictures to my wife at night. I'd email them to her. She'd Google and get the newspaper and television articles. Yeah. And we got home, and she said, you know, she goes, you got to keep doing this. Yes. It's too special. Uh-huh. So she agreed to form the nonprofit foundation and and um you know i agreed to do the flying and organizing so you're the wings behind it she's the brains behind it exactly Uh and she writes the checks and she keeps track of the paperwork and makes sure it's where i'm going and we now we have 30 volunteers you know so it's it's gotten a lot bigger but so we gave 50 flights the first year Hmm. and a year afterwards the administrator from jasper called me chad and Anita White is her name. And she said, Daryl, she goes, I want you to know that Lloyd passed away. Mm. 
And I said, man, I said, that makes me really sad, Anita. And, and she goes, no, she goes, it's okay. Um, here's what I really wanted you to know. Um, we send photos to each veteran that we fly. Okay. A flight certificate. And it's a photo yeah. of their flight and whoever the pilot is. And she said, there was one photo on his casket. Oh, how awesome. And it was the flight. Wow. And that's when it started to sink yeah. in how, much how meaningful, yeah. yeah, how rich of an experience it is for somebody in their 90s mm-hmm. who think their flying days are over. Mm-hmm. They come out to the airport, the camera's in their face, they're yeah. going flying. They're 20 again, Exactly. You know? One of my crew chiefs said it's a time machine. Yeah. He said yeah. they go in at 80 or 90 and they come out a teenager. Mm-hmm. And so it really lifts veterans and senior spirits frankly at a time when they need it most because they're yesterday we flew in sumter and an 86 year old gentleman his wife passed away a month ago Mm. and his daughter and son-in-law came out and they said he's just been down in the dumps this got him excited again yeah and he got off the airplane and he was giddy yeah i mean it it so it gave him a lift Mm -hmm. and here's a guy that's fought in korea defended our country right. been an amazing citizen and now we get to give him a gift you know that so that cool. honestly will change his attitude and his life experience for the rest of his life well and and uh he's got some more stories to tell now and everyone that got tired of him you know all the stories yeah. that he would tell in his whole life now now he's got a couple more well and to even to it and even more than that you know i was talking to some of the 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 staff members from that community and they said you know now instead of because we flew them last year instead of everybody talking about their aches and pains yeah. and everything else they're talking about flying <laughs> right. and what they felt right. and how cool it was uh-huh. and and we go in their apartments and the their their certificates are on the wall mm-hmm. and pictures are there and you see the calendar with the x marking down the days till the next dream exactly. flight you know exactly so uh how many total flights to date are, are so this started in 2011 you had 50 that first year right where are you at uh count wise now do you think well we're no we're, we're over we passed um we must be around 3450 okay um and we keep in mind this this kind of grew very slowly i mean the first year we gave 50 the second yeah. year 102 mm-hmm. um the third year like was 275 and and last year we gave 726 yeah. in 31 states wow so it's you know next year we'll pass a 4000 flights yeah and so did so, that uh did it ramp up? Uh, when did Sport Clips? When did we get involved? Well, what? How did we were at about we me? were at about six hundred flights. Okay. When Sport Clips got involved, uh-huh. so literally you've helped us give two thousand eight hundred yeah. more flights. We've gone from one airplane to three airplanes. Next year we'll have four airplanes. Mm-hmm. The following year we'll have six airplanes. Well, it, it doesn't hurt that uh, Gordon Logan, who actually was here this morning. Uh, mocking me while I was uh, trembling getting I would, off the I would plane. say he appropriately <laughs> was, uh, was reacting uh, making uh, fun of you <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't hurt that a uh, he's a veteran himself and B he was a pilot so he gets the thrill he gets the energy that uh, this provides yeah. uh, th- this rich experience so how did that come about did you guys uh, approach Gordon did he see it what what exactly? You it's remember? A, it's a yes. I I absolutely remember. In fact, I'll never forget that day. 
it was the it was memorial it was the day after memorial day okay and i had flown in rantoul illinois and i'm in the chicago airport i'd left the airplane i'd gone to chicago i was waiting to go home i was tired been on tour and i get an email from matt deputy at sport clips mm -hmm. matt was the veterans affairs well, person at yeah, that uh -huh. point in time and you know i essentially here's what the email said is that we've become aware of what you're doing we love it mm -hmm. how can we help oh wow so i mean here you know i've been doing this a long time and here you have an organization that reached out to us yeah yeah you didn't have That's to go knocking on of. doors right no right, right. no now as it turns out how they found out about it they had a franchise franchisee mm -hmm. in California that had become exposed to the flights okay. and he had let Gordon know about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So somebody else had, had made sport clips aware of it, but they took it and they researched it and saw it and, and took the effort and time That's to amazing. contact me. Yeah. And I, I tell that story. I've told that story 500 times Yeah. because it's so unique. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for you not to have to chase somebody down to to right. tell your story to, and you know, and try to talk uh, them yeah, into with a, it with and, handout kind of thing, yeah. but but for and you can imagine how many times Gordon's probably approached with opportunities and accepting a, a good number of them. In fact, we'll cover a lot of them in the in, in future podcasts. But this one, it probably didn't have to think very hard. It was right up his alley. Well, it's certainly um, it's certainly obviously makes sense to me but but it speaks incredibly highly of the culture yeah. the leadership and uh what sport clips uh sort of dna is all about mm -hmm. i love uh so i help run a lot of our social media activities especially at the store level and i love it when managers stylists when they get involved at some of these events and come out they they hit they hit a high they are yeah. so excited. They share it on their Facebook and Instagram. And well, let me just tell you a story. Yeah, please. Um, this just happened up in Minneapolis. Okay. I was flying in Minneapolis mm -hmm. out of Saint or out of uh, Flying Cloud Airport, mm -hmm. and um, Sport Clips came out with two stylists, folks. They were helping, and by the way, that's amazing to have them out there. It yeah. helps us so much, and the guys love them. And yeah. Oh yeah. It's just a rich experience. Uh -huh. So. Um, she worked all day and it was hot and it was mm. humid and <clears throat> i went at the end of the day if i have time i always try to give a thank you flight to sport clips okay and there was two of them i only oh, is that what you called that flight this morning that yeah, was a thank so you flight yeah flight. i'll be thanking I, you later okay i doctored yours up a little <laughs> bit <laughs> but it was amazing because um I said, I only got time for one flight, and there was two of them. Mm -hmm. I said, so you guys, I'll do the flight. Right. You guys decide <laughs> yes, who's right going. Now. And yeah. almost instantaneously, and I wish I could remember the lady's name, um, they both said, she's the one that's got to go. Okay. And so um, I said, great, let's go. So we went on a flight, had a really good flight, and um, we get out, and she's in tears. And she says, I didn't tell you this before we flew. And I'm going, oh, great. I'm she scared goes, to fly. I'm scared of heights. She go, no, she goes, <laughs> she, goes, this, she goes, this flight was incredibly 
profound for me. She says, I've waited almost 40 years for this flight. Wow. She said, my father in 1979 was killed in an airplane accident. Oh my gosh. And she says, I've been deathly afraid to fly Oh wow! ever since. Mm-hmm. She said, you got me over it. Wow. And she says, I will. And then she turned it. This was very interesting to me. Yeah. She, she said, sport clips has done more for me in the two years that I've been involved with sport clips mm. than you can imagine. Wow. I, I, I love that. Yeah, it sends chills it's, up my back right now. Now, that's not our primary mission. Right, yeah. But when we're out doing good, when we're saying thank yeah. you, when we're connecting with people, it allows those kind of things to happen. And it was just, it was just beautiful. We have a three core values that we live by at Sport Clips. Do what's right, do your best, and treat others the way they want to be treated. And yeah. so to hear that kind of come full circle, even with one of our you know, uh, charitable partners, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Well, and, and it, you know, certainly when we developed and we started our partnership five years ago, mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. You know, it, it, but it's just one of those unintended right. things that, that we, and, and I just tell people, look, everything we do with our foundation, every person we touch, we're changing lives. This is a perfect segue. I, I, I know we want to wrap this up soon. I, I have two questions. The first is uh, kind of along those lines. How can volunteers get involved? What, how can people sign up to help? Uh, um, the, the best way yeah. the best way they can help us is by watching our calendar mm-hmm. responding to Amanda Palm when she sends out requests for mm-hmm. people to come out to the airport because mm-hmm. we sending two people out to volunteer helps us immensely okay so for sport clip side of things yes if we could get you at each venue uh, a couple volunteers it's maybe huge. some stylists or something and, and if they're young ladies that can kind of give a pep in the step to the guys as they're about to fly we, okay we, we have had some almost proposals maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes you know any, but, any, anybody except that's the question no, no, no. Oh, okay, it's, but right. there's been lots of laughs and, and lots of good times but but that's they but you don't I, people don't realize how important that is to us because we're traveling all over the country you know, we have lots of people there. there. It's busy. And when Sport Clips volunteers come out mm-hmm. and help us, it's, a, it's huge. Mm-hmm. So that's, well, that's, th- that's the first my, thing. Okay, so that's my uh, challenge then to anybody listening to the podcast that's affiliated with Sport Clips. Pay, how do they find the calendar? What? Uh, Amanda Palm has a calendar. Okay. They can go on our website. We post our dates. Okay, and I will, I will link that with this podcast on our, on our company website. Great. So that uh, the, the calendar is – we, and we try to, yeah, make every market aware when the dream flights are yeah. coming in. Uh, but if we could get is, – is to uh, the minimum or the maximum that you're looking for? Could you handle more if more wanted to come out or – Two is perfect. Okay, all right. So two. If they so. get more, we don't have a lot more for people to do, mm-hmm. and resources are scarce, yeah. and it's hard for how, franchisees. How, what's the time commitment? How long? How many hours are they we, usually we out there? We generally fly between nine o'clock in the morning and two or three o'clock in the okay. afternoon. So, if they and even wanted, a half a day, yeah. even a half. A yeah, day. that's what I'm saying. If they wanted, they could come out for a couple hours and then go into work. You know, Absolutely, and, and still be fine. Okay, and then my my last question. And, and then I'll let you go so we can uh, – we do have a, a NASCAR race that we need to get uh, get over to. Uh, but uh, how can people 
get signed up or have loved ones get signed up? Is there a process that they need to go through or is it through um, a our, facility? Our, face, our, our website. Okay, through your website, yeah. which is, give me that address. It's uh, agelessaviationdreams.org. Uh-huh. Okay. And there's really two ways, two things we do. We primarily focus on retirement center, mm-hmm. uh, residents, assisted living and nursing homes. Um, if people are living in their own home and they're World War II veterans, they can sign up as well, and we try to fit them in on our stops okay. when we're coming through the country. So that's the best way to, to contact us. Okay. And I will also link to that. Uh, Great. Th- what a wonderful organization! I've had a blast myself, and I'm a, a I'm a I'm a forty some year old uh, Air Force brat. Uh, I did not serve, <laughs> but uh, I did have to move around for twenty some years while my dad got deployed all over the place. But so I can only imagine yeah. what this does for veterans and uh, and and how it lifts their spirits both physically and and spiritually. Well, we're honored to be able to. Uh, fulfill our mission and and it's just uh, we're very grateful to the entire sport clips family and team for the help that you guys provide us well daryl i want to thank you i thank you again for the flight this morning for the time today and for everything you're doing i love the story and we are uh, we are committed we're going to continue to support you guys thanks so much awesome thanks Jed. all right thanks everybody for tuning in um, i'm going to try to also have some interviews with some people as they get finished with their dream flights so stay tuned for that that'll be coming up hey everybody this is uh chad and i'm continuing our podcast uh on ageless aviation and just had an interview with uh with daryl who did the flights and uh and runs the organization and i'm uh, pleased to be joined today i have one of the veterans who just went up for his dream flight i'll have him introduce himself and your name sir my name is jim stone Jim Stone, where are you from, Jim? I'm born and raised right here in Darlington. Right, right in Darlington, South, South Carolina. Carolina. I can yeah. tell by the way you talk that you were born and raised here. Yeah. Yes, yes sir. Okay, so uh, uh, quickly, where, uh, where, what branch of service uh, did I you I was serve? in the Air Force and I uh, joined the Air National Guard when I was in college. Okay. First thing they did was activate it during the Cuban Missile and Berlin Wall crisis. Uh-huh. They were waiting that. for you. They were looking waiting for, for me. Yeah, that, that's what they was all hanging on. Well, this guy, Jim, going to Okay, he signed up. Now we can go. Yeah, so we shipped out. Some went to France. Some went to Spain. Wow. And uh, supposed to be a, a period not more than one year, but they got us back in about nine months uh-huh. and put us at Shawfield. And, and I finished out the year at Shawfield. You, you literally hit the ground running right away. Yep. Uh, so uh, Air National Guard, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, and then did you, when you finish your that that tour, that term, did you end up doing uh, re-upping or doing anything with the Air Force? Or no. What? no. Once I did my time, I then I transferred in Air Reserves in okay. Florence. And okay. The group I was just moved over there, and finished up over there, and went to work in Darlington. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. What did you do once you were out? What did you do for uh, for a living? I was a fireman. Fireman, all right. Yeah, started at the very bottom, went to the very top. Uh huh. Right on. Yep. And you retired about a couple weeks ago? No. <laughs> no, I started in '62 and I retired in '12. Wow. Fifty years, four months, wow, twenty-nine no days. Oh my gosh. Oh, the stories you could tell. Good thing this is a timed podcast, yeah. or we might be here all day. Uh, but what I really want to ask you is about. Uh, so you went on this dream flight in this biplane. Um, 
I, I don't know about you. I screamed like a little girl when I went up there. I'm sure you were more manly being, you know, a firefighter. No, I loved it. I loved okay. it. I loved so, it. So tell me about it. Yeah, it was wonderful. The, uh, I, I, knew, I know Darlington by the back, like the back of my yeah. hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Born but, born I know, raised but I didn't know it from the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to figure out where I was, uh -huh. what that is. I said, God, I know what that is. Mm. Yeah. So it was great. And, yeah. uh, and he take you over the track, too? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. over there. Yeah, I got a daughter that's uh, over... Uh, uh, EMS at the track. Okay. And uh, so I used to work for me. He's the fire chief out there. Mm -hmm. And my son-in-law that was helping me in here, he's the fire chief in Hartford. Okay. So we're keeping it in fact. Did they, did they let you, did uh, the pilot let you buzz anybody, go low no, or anybody's? Oh, okay. Right. Oh, well, no. Maybe you, I'll talk to them about that. You better not yeah. buzz that racetrack. That's all I can tell you. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding on that. Well, hey, I just wanted to have you in here real quick to yeah. thank you for your service. You had to have Homeland Security yeah. if you owned you if you did that. Yeah, no, we're we're not gonna. Uh, yeah, so public service announcement: if you if you're in one of these Aegis Aviation <coughs> flights, don't buzz uh, uh, any uh, public place. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but no, thank you so much for your service. Well, my daughter and for being works in. She's a paramedic on the helicopter uh -huh. in Camden. Okay. Yeah, so she flies all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. but you you actually got to see your hometown in oh, a yeah. way you From never there. saw it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and and I I didn't I mean I did it I didn't recognize of course this is my first time to Darlington so yeah. it was all you, I was just taking it all in. You didn't know what you. Yeah, were I didn't at. know what what I was what I was missing or seeing. Said, oh, I said mm, that's Kane School. That's got to be uh -huh. Kane School. And there's Bronson Dargan down there. Yeah. There's the steel the uh, lumber yard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I recognized it. Yeah, and are you hanging out here all day? And, no, and man. Seeing, it's yeah, just this too is too hot. hot. For me. Uh -huh. Too hot for yeah. me. I'm going home and chill out and rest up and uh, get ready to go to the race. Yeah, no, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, I got driver introduction at three o'clock. Race at three thirty. Yes, sir. We'll be there. Well, uh, hey, thank you for your service. I'll be, I appreciate it. I'll be moving out from uh, the house about ten minutes to three. Okay, sounds It'll good. It'll take me about ten minutes to get in the track. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, no, you're good. A little bit of mile yeah, and a half. Yeah, that's really good. All right, man. All right. Yeah, Where are you all, from? Uh, I'm from uh, California. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is How did you I'm get taking. way over here? Circus so, come uh, to town and no, leave you I, uh, Well, first of all, I was born, uh, my family is all from North, North Carolina. Yeah. My dad was in the Air Force. Yeah. So ended up in California because yeah. that's where he got stationed. Uh, but I worked for Sport Clips, and so yeah. I came out for all oh, the race stuff and yeah. aviation and, and all that. That's great. Doing They're doing a good job, though. They lined up to get it done. Yeah. No, they, they're doing this great organization and um, uh, the volunteers that are helping. It's, yeah. it's amazing to see them. It's all all these people with the today. shirt and the sport clip, they work for them or are they the volunteers? Uh, they're the volunteers. They work for the uh, organization, Aegis Aviation. Yeah. The ones in the real long sleeve hot, sh hot yeah. shirts. Uh, they're out here doing great work. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Okay, bud. All right, man. Thanks, everybody. All right. mm -hmm.